Hi, this is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. And today we conclude these brief reminders this month of Christmas that Advent is a warping roof of your life. That when we prepare for such enormous events that are recorded not only in history, but recorded in the scripture, that we are to look, to take watch, to take thought, to recognize that something has happened, something grand and glorious and big, bigger than us. What are those things? And how do we set the tone so that members of our family, especially those of you who have small children, can get in the habit for years, we had the candle that had 1 through 24, and the little children would light it every night. And these candles are no longer available, but the four Advent candles have gone on and on for, for decades, for centuries, really. And they are a way of lighting a candle remind us of what this week our concentration is. So I hope that you are doing it with your children, and I hope that this last candle, the angel's candle, will give you an opportunity to not only speak of angels and clarify what angels are, but to see the work they did in the Christmas story. Our prayer for you this month has been, Almighty God and Father of life, a child is born for us and a son is given to us. Your eternal word leaped down from heaven in the silent watches of the night. And now your church is filled with wonder at the nearness of her God. Open our hearts to receive his life and increase our vision with the rising of dawn, that our lives may be filled with his glory and his peace, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for the privilege of sharing that prayer with you each day during the month of December. We look forward to moving back into our January schedule mentioned earlier this month that we will be beginning the month of January, continuing with our welcoming prayer and the broad subject of friendships this year, friendships with one another, friendships with God, friendships with the church. And in January, we're going to set aside the time as we were inspired by Andrea, one of the girlfriends, to talk about what it looked like to have forgiveness in friendship. Friendship and forgiveness will be the bulk of our topic and conversation in the month of January. We hope you will join us. If you have not looked at our website recently, please do. There's still wondrous things there, um, all sorts of archives and books and tools and resources that will encourage you and your family. So what is the angel's candle? Who are the angels? Are angels those light little fluffy things that flip through the air that we see often with soft feathers? Hardly, hardly. The scripture is very clear to tell us that angels are just one notch below God and one notch above mankind. And the picture of the angel is the picture of the messenger the powerful messenger. Because I don't know about you, but if I were a shepherd or Joseph or Mary or all the others that the angels chose to speak about the birth of Christ, and there was a little white fluffy thing flying in front of me, I might, you know, think it was a gnat and swat at it. But if I have before me a messenger of God who tells me that he is a messenger of God and who is mighty and and 
bigger than me, he must be bigger than me. But how bigger than me? Smaller than God, but bigger than me. And what kind of voice does he have? Does he have a soft voice, or does he have a commanding voice? It's not rough or gruff, but it is certain. Do you know the difference between a certain voice? Have you had to use your certain voice with your children? Has anyone ever used their certain voice with you because they've been trying to say something to you and you're not listening? These angels came and they spoke to the wise men, the magi. They spoke to Joseph. They spoke to Mary. They spoke to Zacharias. And they all had this important message. So the candle for the angel is an the reminder how often this angel appeared to Zechariah, to Mary, to Joseph, to the host of angels and the shepherds who proclaimed the birth, the resurrection, the second coming, and revealed to us the spirit with which we would find favor in God. In Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38, we read, In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth. Some of them have names. A town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. Uh, sometimes as a writer, uh, having written nine books, I read a sentence like that, and I am absolutely awestruck as I am this very moment, which is why I pause at the content. What is a perfectly constructed sentence? Those you grammarians, it begins with and ends with and is punctuated by it, has a subject and a predicate and a noun and a verb, and all of these pieces in two sentences in the sixth month when God sent the angel Gabriel, who? Where? To Nazareth. Where is Nazareth? A town in Galilee. To a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph. A virgin pledged to be married to who? A man named Joseph, who is what? A descendant of David. And there you have the whole of the, the basis of it. And if because he's a descendant of David, they're on their way to Bethlehem. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, and I remember reading this when I was a young woman, all angels start out with the same thing. Be not afraid. Do not be afraid. Fear not. And the reason is for what I've just described. They are bigger than our life, and you would be afraid too. But he said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. And Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. And the angel left her.
as I read that to you, as we bring about this last Sunday of Advent, I want to remind you of this marvelous happening that the power of the Most High came to her and did what was impossible. And she is forever beholden to him. As we heard Amy Kavnis read The Glory of God and how Mary and Joseph dealt with, with what it meant to serve a meal to God, to watch God suck from a breast. What enormous dichotomies they were. But God had his plan, and in this plan, we know that nothing is impossible with him. And Mary's heart is the one that we've been talking about all month, the heart of a surrendered servant. She says, Behold unto you, may it be done unto me. May it be done unto me. May this preposterous idea of me, a virgin, a just engaged to be married, not having ever slept with anyone, that I could be impregnated. The Immaculate Conception. Miracle, miracle after miracle. But we see it being done in the form of angels announcing and humble servants receiving and abiding. And Mary's kind receiving non-stubborn approach to surrendering to the angel's message is so clear to us in this passage. So I ask you, as we end our time together in talking about Advent for this month, do you have the heart of Mary? Do you have a heart that is surrendered, that acknowledges to God that you are nothing more than his servant? A very dear friend of mine and I, during the 80s, (coughs) sang a song, Make Me a Servant, Humble and Sweet. And whenever we would feel like we were not being good servants, or someone had asked us to do something we did not want to do, we would phone one another up and we'd sing this little praise chorus to each other, Make Me a Servant, Humble and Sweet. Maybe this is your prayer. Lord, make us servants, humble and sweet, willing, as Mary was, to surrender ourselves to the request of God. And Jesus' request to you is found all through the Gospels. Come, come, come. Come unto me. Who do you say that I am? Come. So I pray that as we end this time of speaking of Advent, that you will look to the voice of the angel and Mary's response. The angel saying, come, come, be a willing servant and carry the life of God. And Mary is saying, let it be done unto me. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day finishing as a servant.